It's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And um, I don't know who needs to hear this, but maybe you need to make your outer circle your inner circle and swap these people out. Now, the message that I have for today, I feel like I've spoke on it before, and I know I've spoken on it before on Instagram on one of my older accounts, but I want to talk about this because I see it happen a lot. It's happened. It's definitely something I've struggled with. Definitely. I'm definitely, definitely um, the preacher and the I am. I'm definitely the teacher and the student today. Um, and I know a lot of other people go through this race, race, sexuality, financial status. None of it has. This is for everybody. A lot of people go through this where you become so. And I'm, I'm just going to use this word for lack of better terms. Please don't get caught up in the technicality of this word and the negative connotation that's known to surround it. But you become so obsessed with wondering why or being sad about or whatever about people that you feel like are supposed to be your best friends or your family members and why they're not doing this or why they don't support you or why they don't do that or why did they do this and why did they do that? That you don't even realize, and it's sometimes these, these, when you count the number of these people, it's like six, seven people, maybe ten, you know, whatever like that, maybe four. Sometimes for some of us, it's two, three people, right? You don't even realize that those two, three, four, five, six, seven people you worried about. It's, let's just look at the quantity compared to the other people that you just kind of ignore. And if you took the time to actually see it and actually look into it, you'd realize that you have way more supporters than you do people who don't support you it's just that the people that you it's just that you're you're so hurt about the people who around you who you expect to support you because they're around you right that's what you call your inner circle these are the people that you talk to every day or try to talk to every day these are the people that you see every day or try to see every day these are the people that when you are, are planning events and you're you know planning different things or you want to go do go out tonight or you want to or you want to do something good for somebody, buy a gift. These are the people you think about. When Christmas comes around, these are the people that are on the top of your list. Like, oh, I got to get Eddie some. Oh, I got to get Marcia some. Right? These are those people. And you get so disappointed in them because you have such high expectations for them based on the titles in life that you have given them and they may have even accepted or maybe even given themselves. Right? And meanwhile, you got all these other people who... Are, have never shown you anything to make you disappointed. You know, uh, they've never done, they've, they've always pick up the phone, they always support your businesses, they always support your ideas, they always listen to you, they always have your back, they've never lied, they've never done anything shady. And, and when I say lie, let's, let's not get technical. We're talking lies that are detrimental, not white lies, not understandable lies. We're talking about serious, like, fucked up lies, right? They've never broken your heart. They've never had you angry at them. But you'll walk past them and kind of just talk to them when you're bored. Kind of, you know how to go. Talk to them when you ain't really got nobody to talk to or whatever like that. That's how you deal with them. Maybe you need to swap out your, your inner circle for your outer circle. The people that you're treating like, kind of like second string, they need to be the starters. And the starters need to be on the bench. You see what I'm saying? And if, if, if a person don't know that you are magic, let me tell you something. It's time to disappear. Hello. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on now. Okay, let me say that again. If a, if a mother ever don't know that you are magic. It's time to disappear. Come on now. Come on. Walk with me. Walk with me and talk with me. Okay. Let me tell you something. All right. So now now let's break down these so-called inner circles. Right. A lot of the time, this is how it works. This is where 
I wrote a book about this and I didn't put it out because it had a lot of negativity mixed in it because I wrote it at a, in a very dark place in my life. But overall, the message is very much so true. And the way I broke it down was like this. I said, okay, we grow up. And this is why when I, when I, when I do have my children, I don't want to teach them things like especially with my siblings, like this is your auntie and she's your family. I won't even want them to know that. I tell them straight up, look, I'll just tell them whatever my sister's name is. This is, this is, if they ever meet, if they ever do meet her, you see what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, this is, I ain't gonna say my sister's name, but this is her. You know what I'm saying? They were like, who is this? I'm like, this is my sister. This is the person that my, my parents had after me. Cause that's how it is. That's what it really is. You see, when we put these titles on these things, right? This is why I said, I think the book I wrote, I think it was called something like blood is, they say blood, blood is thicker than water, but water creates blood. Something like that. I forgot. It was some cool saying like that. Like you need water to have blood though. And, and water is what I call friendship. And let me tell you why friendship to me is more important than family. And, and for y'all who don't agree, think about it, bro. The family members that you are close with, the ones that you can rely on when you really think deep about it, bro. Yeah. Y'all family, but y'all really friends. You know what I'm saying? It's just that y'all happen to share the same blood or share the same last name or whatever through marriage or whatever the case may be. But really, when you think about it, the real reason why you fuck with your cousin Eddie like that is because y'all are friends. You know, without the friendship, it's just a title. And I feel like we get too entitled to those titles because we fail to realize that at the end of the day, most of our family did not choose to be our family. Think about it this way. Right now, for example, I got an uncle named Donovan. His wife's name is Asia. Asia was married into our family. She's not blood related to me, right? Auntie Asia is probably the best auntie I've ever had, though. But check this out. Check this out. When she met Donovan back in the days, she met a man that she liked, right? And a part of the process of that is eventually she gets married to him. She didn't know me. She don't owe me. You see what I'm saying? But a lot of us are like, damn, man, my auntie didn't even send me no Christmas present. Your auntie is just a woman who married a man. That's it. You see what I'm saying? Your brother is, didn't ask to know you. He's just a nigga who happens to come from the same person that you came from. More than likely, in most situations, he wasn't even wanted. Just like you weren't even wanted. These were two adults who had sex, bro. When we have sex, a lot of times we don't sit there and say, oh, let's make a baby. These are two adults that had sex and this happened to be the one time that they got got pregnant think about how many times they have sex and they don't get pregnant right and you just happen to be like even even to that point bro even your parents really you shouldn't think think too highly of them they just two motherfuckers who had sex how many how many of y'all have had sex in the last two months within the last two months okay you see what i'm saying you grow to have love for these people if you choose to have love and be open to them but if not at the end of the day all these people are just there by kind of by force it's all about who chooses to deal with you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so let's just kind of skip past that a little bit because I can go deeper into that. But let's go to the friends really quick, right? Your friends. A lot of the time, here we come with this day one stuff. My day one, man, I knew this nigga since elementary school. So here's the truth. So let's, let's look at it from what it really is. Your mom moved into a certain neighborhood because it was affordable for her. His mom moved into a certain neighborhood because it was affordable for her. You two happened to, you know, obviously live in the same neighborhood. So y'all were going to eventually click. You guys clicked. You guys stayed at the same school. So, of course, you, you grew up together. You guys stayed friends for all those years. Now you're an adult. Shit. 
all you really know. And that's why, that's why when niggas get done wrong by their so-called day ones or niggas they grew up with, they be looking crazy. They're like, damn, this nigga turned on me for what? How the fuck he gonna turn on me when we used to watch cartoons together, bro? Like, we grew up together, bro. And y'all don't realize at the end of the day, that nigga, all he did was pretty much grow up and realize, I don't have to deal with this nigga. And he started looking at you differently from that point. You still look at him like a friend. He don't look at you as a friend. And a lot of times these so-called friends are only our friends because shit, we all grew up in the same area and you just the coolest nigga that happened to be closest to me. That's really it. Now that I'm adult, I got other people I choose to meet. I've chose to hang out with them. I've chose to want to be in their life. I don't really fuck with you like that. That's what ends up happening. That's why that nigga robbed you. That's why that nigga fucked your girl. That's why that nigga uh, stole some money from you. That's why that nigga don't talk to you no more. Just whatever it may be. You see what I'm saying? So we put all this expectations on people who at the end of the day most of the time are people that we've met in different situations that we were forced to be in or we had uh, damn near no choice but to be in and and through that of course I have to tell you right now bro if you take a Black Panther nigga and a KKK nigga and you force some niggas to uh, to sit in a cell together eventually them niggas gonna find some type of common ground bro they gonna fight a few times but eventually they gonna be like you know what you like playing chess? I like playing chess. Come on, bro. Let's play some chess. And you're going to have a full pro-black man. And this don't make him any less pro-black. And a whole KKK member playing chess together. And while they playing chess, eventually somebody going to make a little comment. And then they're going to say, damn, man, my girlfriend do the same thing. Next thing you know, now they got girlfriends in common. Now they talk about girlfriends all day. They in the cell just, yeah, and did she ever cook for you? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, us black folk, we gotta eat. Well, yeah, us white boys gotta eat too. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Next thing they're talking. Next thing you know, they go on to uh, something else. Now they recognize that shit. They both like 50 Cent and Lil Wayne. So it's just like, now they're talking about rap music. You know what I'm saying? So it's, and next thing you know, they got a fucking rap song together. Like, and that's just how it is. But at the end of the day, if you take them out of that cell, after three years, they've been, they, all they know is each other. It's a high possibility, especially once they get around other people, they get back into the mix of their actual lives. They'll go back to being like, man, fuck, I ain't fucking hanging out with you. I can't bring you over here and you can't bring me over there. So what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? And sometimes the friendship prevails. Don't get it twisted. But a lot of the times it don't. You met this person in college, bro. You met these people at your job. You met this motherfucker at school and high school and middle school. I met at every school. You met this person in your old neighborhood with your parents force y'all to live there because that's how it works you know what I'm saying these people are your aunties and uncles because shit they ain't had no fucking choice but to be your aunties and uncles right now for example my sister go out there and have a baby I'm an uncle that's, te- that's te- technical I, do I want to be an uncle I don't not want to be an uncle but then again I don't want to be an uncle like I'm not sitting around in life like damn when am I going to be an uncle man I'm trying to be so much uncle you see what I'm saying but if she go have a baby right now by technicality that legally makes me the little nigga's uncle I'm just chilling out of my business though so what happens if 10 years from now she fuck around and go through some shit? Or let's say 15 years from now, the little the little nigga in high school and he called me expecting me to do something for him. I might not want to do it, bro. I might not even have the means to do it. You see what I'm saying? But he gonna go feel some type of way, even though he didn't ask six other people, he gonna feel more bad about me because I'm his uncle. And I should look out for him because I'm his uncle. If there's no water there. Come on now, now see I bring it full circle. If there's no water there, blood don't really mean shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why if you ever go pump blood somewhere or you donate plasma, they're gonna tell you drink a lot of water. Cause water is what make the blood flow. Come on now. Come on now. 
So sometimes you have to stop and ask yourself this question before you even get caught up in this conversation that me and you are having right now. This one way conversation where I'm doing all the talking, you're doing all the listening. Um, Is my inner circle a bunch of people that I feel entitled to based on just their titles, based on the fact that our moms come from the same neighborhoods, based on the fact that. You know what I'm saying? What let's say if you gangbang, even if you gangbang, okay, he a blood and you a blood? Like, what does that mean? Like, there, there, there's no guarantee of loyalty on this. The people who choose to talk to you, who don't have to talk to you, don't have anything in between y'all, like a school, like a like a, a job, those are your friends. Those are your friends. Um, you know, those are the people that you need to be dealing with. And when you look around, if you're having to chase behind all your homeboys and homegirls all the time, you need to stop and say, well, who do I not have to chase around? I, I get that that person may be a fat. They may be ugly. They may be lame. They may be broke. They may be in a different state. They might be just just not the type of person you ideally would hang out with. But at the end of the day, that person has shown you nothing but goodness. All the things that you want from these people, you're just never going to get. And you're only going to depress yourself and suppress yourself by constantly putting yourself out there like that for those people who have shown you time after time after time that truthfully, they don't fuck with you and they probably don't fuck with nobody. They probably don't fuck with themselves, bro. It might not even be nothing personal. Or maybe they're just hating on you. I don't know. But at the end of the day, when you look around your life, your outer circle has always been there. Maybe that's who you need to put as your inner circle. You see what I'm saying? So you have to, you can't, I've done it myself too. I've cried over five, six people and ignored 30 though. Nigga, I got me a whole nation right there. You know how much, you know how much shit you can do with 30 people compared to five, six, seven people who, yeah, you may have known your whole life and blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, don't support you at all. You would rather, you know, you know, and it's not always about quantity. It's not, I'm not talking about quantity. I'm talking about the mixture of both quantity and quality. Because let me ask you this question. Would you rather have, if you had a business page, would you rather have uh, a couple thousand followers of random people who don't support your business or a hundred followers, but everybody that follows you repost your shit they buy your products. They don't ask for discounts. They bring friends to buy your products. I, I take the hundred all day. I take the hundred all day. If you got twenty thousand, you can have a hundred thousand followers, and you may make not more than maybe fifty bucks in sales this month. It's time for you to maybe maybe rethink what you're doing and how you're branding yourself. You see what I'm saying? Maybe you're not even hitting the right target audience. That's why when I see like these some of these some of these OnlyFans type models trying to sell flat tummy tea, bitch, you don't know there's nothing but niggas in here. You you don't know there's nothing but niggas in here. We ain't finna buy that shit. You know what I'm saying? Now if you if you 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 better off trying to sell us some goddamn hair clippers or something like that. We might be like, yeah, I'd, I'd buy some hair clippers. Sell us a video game controller. We ain't finna buy no flat tummy tea hoe. We don't even want to purchase your OnlyFans. We're trying to get you on Twitter because we know you're on there doing the same shit. Like, they don't realize that, though. But that's another conversation for another day. The point of what I'm trying to say is this. At some point, as a as a people, as a human race, we have to start to look at things differently. Because this type of thinking will drain you for 30, 40 years, I promise you. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. 
30, 40 years old, still just upset about the fact that your family and friends don't support you. And if you really look into these people's life, at first you'd be feeling bad for them. But if you really look into their life, there are people who support them. It's just not the people they want to support them. That's all. Or they might want both parties to support them, but they really used to focus on why the fuck these ones didn't. That's why you, even these rappers, all they talk about is haters and my friends and this, that, and that. You know why that is? Because they put all their hope into these fuck-ass niggas around them. They forget the fact that you got over a million fans. Fuck them three, four niggas that you grew up with. Fuck them. I know it's easier said than done, but when you start to get out of that way of thinking and get more into this way of thinking, you're like, shit, ain't none of these niggas ever bought none of my hoodies, but my fans have. You see what I'm saying? And that's how rappers, that's how rappers even get on in the first place. It don't be the people around you, be everybody else. It be everybody else. You know, I even support this one nigga, he be rapping, he told me one time, he's like, damn, bro, it's crazy how you support me better than people that's around me every day. And I told him straight up, I said, that's just how it is sometimes. I said, and I told him the same thing to him. I said, you support me more than my own close friends. That's just how it is sometimes. That's just how it goes. That's just unfortunately how the cookie crumble is. Usually, some people are lucky. Some people that are listening to this episode are blessed. And I, and I give you that. And then it doesn't make you any better than me or anybody else. I'm, you just happen to have, I guess, chose the right ones. But, and you didn't probably put it all into the basket of entitlement because of titles. So you really hang out with people that you really fuck with, that really fuck with you for genuine reasons, not just because y'all feel like obligations. You see what I'm saying? There's a difference between obligation and genuine. You see what I'm saying? And, 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 And a lot of the times, like I said, it's your outer circle of friends or associates that will do more for you. And a lot of the time, when you look at it, these people are usually sometimes what's crazy, better quality and quantity. That's what's crazy. I, I went through this a couple years ago, and, I, and I, I still have a little bit of resentment, resentment in my heart. I have to clear it out, and I pray for God to clear it out because I, I lost a, a group of friends that I thought was my real friends, and when I and, I, and then I have, was kind of shifted into fucking with more of an outer circle. And when I really looked at my outer circle, I'm like, wait a minute, these niggas is more lit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got just as much as, if not more, resources. They're not stingy with their resources. These niggas is, uh, have more positive energy. These niggas have more knowledge and wisdom. This is where I should have been this whole time. I was hanging out with a bunch of low-life people. But because we came up together and things like, oh, my mama know your mama, we hold on to this shit, you know what I'm saying? And then they, when they turned cold on me, I was shocked, right? But then I had to look at it and say, at the end of the day, I lost about five poo-poo-ass friends, ultimately. People who my mama liked, but she would even tell me, you need to find you somebody else to hang out with, right? And instead, I was now open to about 20, 30 people who are real dope people. People who I could actually build with and go into the next part of life with. You see what I'm saying? These are the type of people that I can go out there and get rich and still hang out with them. I could get married tomorrow and have a Christian household, an Israelite household, you know what I'm trying to say, y'all know y'all know how I feel about that, household, and still be friends with them, those guys, I, I couldn't have them around, you see what I'm saying, so it just, maybe it was a great thing anyway, you know, and maybe that's what's about to happen, my life's about to go to another level where, unfortunately, those guys just would not have been able to come with me, and if they did, they would have, they would have destroyed it. You see what I'm saying? But because we come up together and we get to jail together and we da, 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 blah, 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 and we did it, 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 
I held on to that bull crap, right? And I ignored, or I can say ignored necessarily, because I always, I always fuck with people, but I kind of outcasted a little bit, I guess. I guess I'll say that much. People who, even when I was treating them like, like second string, they still treated me like I was first string. Come on, can I get an amen? Can I get a hallelujah? Okay, even when I, even when I had them on the bench, they had me on the field. All right. And, 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 and they still supported me and they, they probably knew like, man, whatever. He puts these guys up there and these girls up there. He thinks these are his real people. And the real people have been solid from the, from the jump. They never to this day switched up. You see what I'm saying? And I don't know what the future has to offer now. I'm not no fool, but what I'm telling you is that my outer circle was actually more powerful than my inner circle. On top of that, I was really caught up in being in love with my friends and being obsessed with why, how could this person not really, I was really obsessed with how could this person not be doing what they need to be doing for me. You know what I'm saying? And Because based off also what I'm doing for them, these are people I was supporting, but guess what I had to also learn too. And this was a hard, this was a hard pill to swallow. And a lot of y'all are going to have a hard time dealing with this one. I'm telling you, it's a hard pill to swallow. I had to learn that I wasn't their inner circle of friends. Come on now, walk with me, walk with me, walk with me. They were my inner circle, but I was not their inner circle. Now, some of them I was. Some of them I was, and time has proven that because some of them have come back around or tried to come back around, shall I say. But what I will say is this. Some of them, the ones that I, I might call you my brother. You call me your cousin. I call you my brother. You call me your homeboy. I'm your partner. You see what I'm saying? I wasn't in your inner circle. So sometimes you, that's a hard pill to swallow too. That you not even, you putting people in the inner circle that is not, you not in their inner circle. You see what I'm saying? They don't look at you like inner circle. Not saying that they look at you like an enemy, but just simply saying, and sometimes it is that, but what I'm simply saying is that they look at you like you in a different circle. You're in the outer circle. You see what I'm saying? That's how they look at you. It's like you're in the outer circle. And you have to, that's a hard pill to swallow, you know, when you really come down to because a lot of times these people that we're talking about we're referring to in this episode these are people you've known for years so this is years of you really putting a lot of energy into these friendships and these partnerships you know what i'm saying these are years and years of this type of stuff and you know at the end of the day my my mom told me that everybody sees a rainbow differently like the colors that we see are the where the colors are if, if you ask four people to describe a rain, the same rainbow, we'd all describe it a little bit differently. So you have to understand that like these people look at you like a rainbow. So you look at them, you look at the friend, the friendship is like a rainbow, excuse me. And you look at the friendship like this is my brother. I do anything for him. I support anything he do. I ride for him. But he look at you like very conditional, very much so conditional. So meanwhile, those people that you don't barely talk to, but they always reaching out to you. Those people that you don't hit up on Christmas and say Merry Christmas, but they always say Merry Christmas to you. Those people look at you like that. And sometimes those people are your auntie. Sometimes it is family. Sometimes you have you have turned to your friends when you need to be turning to your mom and your dad. Uh, street niggas learn this all the time when they go to, when they go to prison. Your inner circle, 
you put your parents and your brother and your good friends on the outer circle. And you put these homeboys and these gang members in your inner circle. But when you go to prison or when you're in that hospital shot up, you realize that your outer circle was supposed to be your inner circle. And you need not have worried about these so-called friends. And these outer circles deserve your energy. They deserve your attention before one day you don't have either one. That's, that's going to happen to some of y'all too. Y'all are not going to take heed. So one day you're going to wake up and you're not going to have an outer circle or an inner circle. You see what I'm saying? I swear I'm surrounded by weird people. As we're talking about this shit, like, I swear I'm just surrounded by weirdos, bro. Like, I can't, I, I can't get away from them, no matter outer or inner. Anyways, gosh, gosh, I could kill somebody. Um, your outer circle, you know what I'm saying? Your outer circle is, is always going to come off that way. You feel what I'm trying to talk about? So with your, with your whole outer circle thing, you know, you have to look at it and look at it from that perspective. Now, I got to get up out of here because someone from my. I don't even know. I, I'll say this is my outer circle for real. I ain't gonna to you. Is doing very weird things outside. So I have to go and handle that. And this, this is what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? You got to see this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Actually, this person is technically my inner circle right now when I think about it, but that's what I'm trying to say. They should be the outer circle. Shit. And this person's related to me. It's my sister. Hello. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. Now let's walk. Let's walk and talk. Walk and talk with me. You see what I'm saying? You, you over there putting all your faith in this person. But like I said, sometimes it's just, so don't always think it's just friends versus family or family versus friends. You have to make this decision for yourself. You have to have the spirit of discernment upon yourself to know who we're referring to, to know who we're talking about, to know that when I say these things, that these are the people that I'm referring to. And you you have to know who that is for your life. And your life, like I said, it may, may not be for just friends. It could be the fact that your friends in your inner circle, you put before these family members and these family members have always shown up for you. See, what it is, a lot of time, the reason why this is so hard for people to go through is because you don't want to be real with yourself. You don't want to believe that these people around you don't really fuck with you like that. And probably low-key, really slick ops, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? They real oppish. Like, you don't want to, you don't want to believe that. You see what I'm saying? You don't want to believe that these people are like really slick oppish. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to, you don't want to believe that about, about these people. And, and that's why it's such a hard conversation for you to have amongst yourself. Because truth be told, you don't want to believe that your dad would do that to you. You don't want to believe that your boyfriend would do that to you. Some, some, hey, some of y'all ladies, let me talk to some of the ladies really, really quick. A lot of y'all feel like me mad, I'm going to tell the truth. That nigga that you call your friend is supposed to really be your boyfriend. I know that he ain't that cool. I know he probably ain't that fine. I know he might not got that stacks and them racks. But get what though? The stuff that you claim you looking for, that's why I don't believe what bitches be saying. The stuff that you claim you looking for, that nigga you got in the friend zone is really the one that got them traits. But meanwhile, you running behind Tyrone. You running behind, let me call on Tyrone. And then no, you need to turn around and go into the friend zone and grab homes. Grab homes and bring them home. Cause Tyrone gonna make you alone. Alone, 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 alone. 
Okay, you need to go into the friend zone. Cause that's where everything you've ever wanted exists. Okay, that's where you need to go. Cause right now, the same thing for some of you fellas. Some y'all got a home girl. She rub your back, she got your back. She cook for you when you go to her house, all of that. But maybe she a little fat. Maybe, so, go work out with her then. Maybe she just at the third, but you running behind this girl who treats you like shit. Don't text you back, tell you what she is and isn't gonna do. She ain't ever made you no healthy meal. You know, she done left your ass stuck on the side of the road before. Well, who can't pick you up, though? Mm. So maybe you need to swallow your pride. And I know it might be forced for now, but trust me, once again, you put you put a, you, you put a KKK member and a Black Panther member in the same cell. They're going to learn to get along. You go over there, figure it out with your friend. Okay? So this, this doesn't have to be friends and family. This could be relationship shit. This could be, this could be your career. You try to run after this one career, and it's just not working for you. Meanwhile, this other career behind you is, I mean, bro, it's literally lucrative. I mean, you could probably make more money, but you want to be a rapper so goddamn bad. You want to be an actor so goddamn bad. You want to be a doctor so bad. You want to be a lawyer so bad. But the only thing that's working for you is everything else. You see what I'm saying? And you'll drain yourself and you'll lose the opportunity. So I'm telling you, try to get this mentality that I'm trying to teach y'all or we're teaching each other. Excuse me, I'm not perfect either. Like I always tell y'all, try to get this mentality, you know, packed down so you can you can start to actually accelerate in life and stop staying stagnant because you're so busy. Let me talk to the young rappers right quick. You so look, look at you, you don't lost focus of why you'd even do, do music now. Now, all you think about when you write songs is. Man, I hope that nigga Nate support this one. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't even enjoy your own music now because you so worried about, you ain't even, you don't even care about the fact that you did a thousand views in an hour. Because, guess what? Because Amy didn't watch the video. You don't even care about the fact that, that, uh, Lil Boosie done retweeted your shit and said, yo, homie, this shit fire. Because, guess what? Uh, uh, Devontae didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't press the like button. And look at it, look at it anyway. What the fuck, Devontae? You know what I'm saying? Devontae ain't shit. You over there worry about Devontae when you got Lil Boosie's attention right now. You worry about 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 Devin when you got Joyner Lucas's attention right now. Chris Brown talking about hopping on the remix, but you worry about this broke-ass, bum-ass, fuck-ass, puss-ass nigga that you done known your whole life who's always shown you he wasn't shit. You worry about him. You see what I'm saying? See how the focus got you out here fucked up? You see how that type of focus got you out here fucked up? Got your energy out here fucked up? You have to at some point reassert yourself and understand that sometimes it's everybody else that's on the outer side that needs to be on the inner side. And they deserve your focus too. They deserve it. How do you think they feel every time they see you get on the internet talking about some fake friends and haters and all this other shit and they like, damn, bro, what about me? My hunger had to tell me that shit one time, and, and I had to really feel what she was saying, bro. She was like, she said, uh, I forgot exactly she said. She came at me on some real serious shit. She was like, you know, I see you say a lot of bad things about friends and stuff like that, and how you been, it makes me feel when I'm sitting up here every day supporting everything you're doing. I was like, damn, that's real shit. That's some real ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Because ask yourself this, partner. How would you feel if... You just did something for somebody. Like, let's, and it, it, it comes down to this how, this how disrespectful some people are, for real. And even you probably did this yourself. How would you feel if you bought somebody a Christmas gift? 
because you love them and you think that they're your inner circle. You love this person or you at least want to be in their inner circle, right? But you treat them like their inner circle, right? To you. You bought them a Christmas gift and you get on the internet and you see them say, damn, bro, nobody loved me. Anybody buy me no good gift or nothing. Nobody buy me no gift, man. Nobody give a fuck about me, man. Fuck Christmas. And you know what's sad? Here's the sad part about it. A lot of the time, those people who do that for, for those people sit there and they don't even look at you like a fuck nigga. They might feel some type of way, but they look at you and say, you know what, man? Damn, man. And sometimes they don't even realize. They be like, damn, damn, nobody got him anything for Christmas? Like, Nick, you stupid fool. You got him something for Christmas. <laughs> so, you know, maybe they need to change their inner circle too. They already focus on you and you not focus on them. So, you, you know what I'm saying? You might lose your outer circle, which is your best circle a lot of the time for a lot of us. You know what I'm saying? Because they say, what do we do? We ignore the ones who adore us and we adore the ones who ignore us. Okay? So it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. I hope this was very beneficial and productive and helpful for you. Um, and I want you to take this with a grain of salt, you know, and, and, and go into your own life and really think and just start to do like a list and, and do like a pros and cons list. Do like a how many times have you disappointed me versus made me feel good list. And you're going to start to see who your real true friends are and who who not only should be getting more of your energy or focus, but who deserves more of your energy and focus. They, they have earned that, if you ask me, you know? Um, so yeah, so just go look at that, examine that for the next couple of weeks. It might take you a while to really, to assess that and really, you know, really like get into it. And you never know, man, that person that you are so in love with, that friend of yours or that boyfriend or that family member or who that coworker or whatever that you just love and you ready to do anything for them you realize that this person don't even deserve not a the time of day from you and that one person that you kind of put on the back end watch what happens when you elevate them and you promote them that motherfucker you gonna be like damn so this is what a real friend feel like you see what I'm saying? You don't even know what you're missing out on right now because you ain't never had no real friend. You ain't never had no real boyfriend. You ain't never had no real girlfriend. But get what? Yeah, what happened? You go promote them right now, and you gonna and one day you're gonna look and say, damn, this was good. This was really good. This worked out really well. I'm glad I did this. Wow, I never knew this is what having a good boyfriend feel like. Yeah, he not edgy, but wow, this is amazing. He treats me like a fucking king. Oh, this is what this is what having a good girlfriend feel like. Wow, you know, she treats me like a fucking king. This is what real friends feel like. Damn, I should have been kicking it with my mom and dad. Damn, I should have been kicking it with my cousin going to my brother and them house. I should have been coming over here rather than going to hang out with Junebug and them. I should have been over here at my uncle and them and TT and them house. I, um, I should have been over here with my tio and my tia, my abuelo and my abuela. I should have been over here. I'm tripping. I'm over here trying to run after these motherfuckers and then these motherfuckers ain't even shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I should have been going to church. Oh, I should have been coming to, I should have been got involved with the, with the, with, with the military. I should have been became a cop. I should have been, uh, joined this record label and t- that record label. I should have been, uh, you know, linked up with these fools over here. I should have been over here with these homies rather than those homies. Like you should, you, you gonna start to realize, bro, that you've been missing out. Give it a shot because what you've been doing ain't been working. It's all they've been doing is eating you alive and making you depressed and honestly shit slick in a way cuckolding you. So it's your boy Tommy V and Raw Sex and I'm out.